Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bus Stop Podcast. Eric Wesley here with you as usual. On today's podcast, we are focusing our attention on the busy summer travel season. Joining me to talk about what the outlook is for the summer and how Greyhound can successfully manage its way through this period is Mr. Mike Kwiatkowski. We call him Mike K., He's the Senior Director of Labor and Employee Relations. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Eric. Good talking to you again. How you doing? I am great. How are you this day? Well, it's funny you ask. I've been, uh, I didn't get enough sleep last night, and I kind of smell like a skunk because my dogs killed a skunk last night, and I was up till like 1130 at night washing and bathing them, trying to get rid of the smell. And Unfortunately, it kind of permeated through the house, and me and the dogs had to sleep outside last night. So oh, I didn't get a good night's every, sleep. The wife put everybody out, huh? She stuck us all in the doghouse last night, you know. And, hey, you know, I'm, you know, Eric, you know me, I'm used to living in a doghouse sometimes. <laughs> well, well, how do you get a, the skunk smell out of dogs? <laughs> it's a multifaceted process. You start with the uh, tomato juice, the trip to Kroger, the tomato juice, the wandering up and down the aisles. And then there's this stuff called skunk remover. You put that on them. Then you get the shampoo out. You let it all sit and permeate and kind of get all worked up. And you get the shampoo and then you spray them down with a hose. And then you just let them kind of air out over time. So, unfortunately, I, this isn't the first time that's happened to me. I think I'd have learned by now when it comes oh, to, wow. yeah, I'm a, I'm a professional skunk smell eliminator. How about that? So, do you put on a skunk suit or do you have to <laughs> bathe in tomato juice also? <laughs> I, you know what? That's why I slept outside because I didn't take the tomato juice bath last night. <laughs> Well, hopefully that will all cease sooner than later for you and and, the, and your dogs. <laughs> yeah, it's like a summer problem. At least it was warm outside because it's, you know, last night was pretty good here in Dallas. It only, it only got to 70. So I know we're kind of talking about summer, but the poor dogs are still out there. They're going to, they got a bunch of water and they're going to give them a swimming pool. So they'll stay cool this summer outside. Well, they're getting a little break today before it heads back up to the 100 degree mark on July 4th. So, uh, uh-huh. This weekend is a little cooler than it has been, but the the triple digits are coming back. And I imagine the the triple digits are on the way for uh, the summer travel seasons. It's always one of the busiest times of the year for for the company. Uh, Mm -hmm. This summer, looking to be no different. Uh, What what seems to be the outlook for Greyhound when it comes to this summer travel period? You know, the good, it's, it, it, the good news is we're coming back from COVID, right? People, the cases are down. So that's really helping. And our sales growth is going to be double digit. So we're, again, not triple digit, thank God, but it's double digit growth. So we're looking like 10 to 15% sales growth over last year. Uh, as you guys know, we're still way down compared to where we were before COVID. Uh, so we're still struggling on the revenue side. We just don't have enough resources to help do this. Get us that way. You know, gas prices are up, which helps people, you know, get on the bus. So it's going to be another very busy summer season, uh, which is great for Greyhound. I mean, it's good for us. It's what we do. And I know it gets people geared up, but it's a lot of hard work out there in the field. How does this look, that demand look on our, uh, with our drivers and and buses and terminals and everything? 
you know, is right. it more miles that we see? Uh, do we need more people? How, how does all that work out when it comes to the busy summer travel season? Yeah, it's um, it's people, drivers, buses. We need to, we need to all of it, all of the above, really. So, I know in the summer demand, what we've done is we've looked at in the springtime we were running about one hundred and seventy-five thousand miles a day, and we bumped that up to two hundred thousand because we know people are going to travel during the summer. Right, that's our busiest time of the year. So, if you think about it, it's another twenty-five thousand miles a day that we had to increase our capacity. And we were pretty much maxed out on capacity over the spring with our, we had, call it 850, 900 drivers and our 700 buses. So the only way we could capture that additional 25,000 miles was to go look for some help. Uh, we went and looked for, we contracted out some of the summer miles through, you know, other bus companies, quite honestly. Cause, and the reason we did it is because we can still make money off of those contracted miles. Um, you know, as we know, money's tight, Greyhound. We haven't come back fully from COVID yet. So by doing that, we take those additional 25,000 miles, we contract out with some companies, and they're probably, they're mainly in the South. We found most of them are in the South. Um, so we're able to add on those additional miles. It doesn't cost us any drivers. We're maxed out on drivers. We're maxed out on buses. But it is a way to generate some additional profits because, you know, we could actually use the profits. We could use the money this year. And, and contracting out, that's nothing new for us because we've done that in previous summers, correct? Yes. Yeah, we've done this two or three years now. Um, we did it back in, I want to say, 2019. It was a very busy summer. Of course, nothing in COVID. We did a little bit last year in 21, and we're going to do a little bit more this year in 22. Um, so it's it's good for the business. It helps us you know, fulfill what we do. Uh, we take people where they want to go this summer. Uh, if In an ideal world, we wouldn't have to do it. It is a little bit more expensive for us to do it this way. Um, so if we had all the drivers and all the buses that we could, we would do it ourselves. Um, and so we're obviously we're trying to hire more drivers. That's one of the big pushes we're trying to do this summer as well. So you mentioned hiring more drivers. Uh, along, what what kind of additional measures will the company take to uh, help us get through this summer successfully? Oh, yeah, there's a couple things on the driver side. Number one, we're hiring drivers and training drivers, and we've decided to extend it all summer long. So we're going to keep the schools open this summer, um, and we're looking to hire over 100 new people this summer. Uh, our challenge is we're getting good applicants. We're getting almost 80 a month coming in the door. Okay. What we want to do is make sure they stay around. They, you know, they get to love Greyhound as much as our senior guys do. We know it's a tough, tough job, especially working the extra board over the summer. It takes a special person to do that. And so we're trying to really come up with uh, a new mentoring program for those folks as well. We're working, uh, in fact, with the team this afternoon. We got a meeting on that. Is how do we train them? How do we get them to the mentoring program so they work and they're proficient? And they do a great job all summer long. Uh, we're doing referral bonuses to get people to you know, help us find drivers. So if anybody knows someone who would be interested in a career as a Greyhound driver, we can do a shout out, kind of a shameless plug to, you know, <laughs> bring them into the referral bonus program. And the other thing they're doing is, you know, the, we're, the cool thing about Greyhound, obviously we're nationwide, right? We've got drivers right. in New York, LA, South Texas, Minneapolis, I mean, coast to coast, left, east to west. So sometimes they're in the wrong place. So we need them in New York, for instance. So we're offering transfer bonuses to folks that say want to move from a place where we may have too many drivers. Um, I want to throw a place out there like uh, let's say Dallas. I think Dallas actually has a few extras. So we're trying to get people to transfer to where they're needed. 
And when doing that, we're going to offer them a transfer bonus. So if they're willing to work, work away from home, make some extra money, you know, the bonuses range from $1,500 to $2,000. We worked that out with the union. Uh, if the, so people are interested, you know, please contact their manager and they can talk to them about the program. It, it's something we did last week. Hopefully the word's gotten out about it. I know last we talked about, I think there was 30 to 40 people in the program. So uh, okay. hopefully it's going to be successful. So it sounds like it's, that's getting off to a good start then. Yeah, it seemed like it was well received. It's a, you know, it's nothing new. We've done it in the past. Uh, we're trying to make it just uh, you know, again, gives an opportunity for our drivers to make a little extra money. Um, both, they, you know, so we think it's a good thing for everybody. Of course, Mike, um, a successful summer is what everybody wants, and that means a brighter financial outlook. Um, what will that look like for Greyhound as we move through this summer period if we can have a, a good financial outlook? Right. Yeah, this, like I said, summer period should be the best we've had in three or four years. So that's very encouraging. Uh, you guys know that, you know, costs are going up and everything we do as a company, our costs are going up. It's insurance in particular has gone up quite a bit from last year. Uh, fuel's gone up, which the good thing about fuel, we want, that'll bring people to our buses as well. So we, that's kind of a neutral thing in the grand scheme of things. That helps uh, us, right? Higher gas prices, more people riding the buses. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, especially around four to five dollars a gallon. Um, you know, it makes sense to take the bus. Plus, it's good for the environment. Right. It's it's a good, clean way of traveling. So we think that will increase our sales. That's part of the reason why we had to add those additional miles this summer um, was to handle that perceived demand coming in from uh, higher fuel prices. Uh, the downside, you know, is, you know, we're not getting any of those federal stimulus funds or any of the COVID relief money that we got in 20 and 21. We got a ton of money that kind of really kept them, kept them, kept the doors open, kept the company solvent in 20 and 21. The executive team did a really great job in securing as much of that money as we could. But money's tight this year. So, you know, having a good summer is really the key to us having a long term profitable company. When we talk about being profitable this summer, does that have an impact on uh, the years ahead, 2023, 2024? Yeah, yeah, we got to build on our success, right? It's just, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. So having a good year this year, we won't have a better year in 23 and a better year in 24. Um, you know, it's all about providing a service. I know you talked a lot with, you know, everybody in the company knows, hey, it's about providing a great transportation service. And everybody right. you talk to will tell you that. Uh, we want to be on time, right? So if I can tell, you know, the people out there listening, if you, everybody plays a part in on-time performance. Everybody, everybody in this company plays a part in on-time performance. Um, whether you're the service worker getting the bus ready, whether you're the mechanic, you know, getting the brake job done on time, whether you're the terminal person getting the folks lined up, making your calls, and especially the driver, right? It's all the driver is the person that has probably the biggest impact. So first thing I say, if we want to have a great company is to be on time. People love it when you run on time. It makes all the other problems go away. And, you know, the key to any business, if you have a great service, you will grow your revenues. And if revenue growth is the key to any business. Sounds good. Going um, forward, you know, mm -hmm. I will say going forward into the other things, and I'm, I know I'm getting, I'm kind of passionate about how, you know, we get better as a company. Um, we got to reduce, you know, overhead and facility costs or something that we're going after. Uh, and we've done a lot of that this year. We're being very aggressive about it. You know, one of the things we're looking at is, if, if it's costing us more to sell a ticket than at a location than it is that we get revenue, like for instance, um, 
uh, Albuquerque, uh, I'll say Albuquerque, let's say um, Rome, Texas. Yeah, I, I'll make a city up. Rome, Texas, which has always been a kind of one of my favorite cities. Uh, <laughs> who would think we'd have Rome in Texas? We got a Paris, Texas, and a Rome, Texas. And we have an Italy, Texas. <laughs> and an Italy, Texas. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think <laughs> the listeners, Eric and I are both Red Raiders. There you go. <laughs> we grew up in we were up in West Texas, and the other is a Happy Texas. Yeah, there's a Happy Texas. <laughs> there's Texas actually, has all kind of uh, names you would not realize that are city names. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Groom was a groom and a mule shoe. Mule shoe is one of my favorite names for some reason. The muleplex. My cousin calls it the muleplex. Cracks me up. <laughs> um, so anyway, so let's say in 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 Mule Shoe, Texas, that we have an agent and it costs us you know a hundred thousand dollars for the agency. But that place doesn't generate $100,000 worth of ticket sales. Mm-hmm. We kind of had to think, okay, so why are we doing this, right? Why are we paying the guy that sells the tickets more than the tickets that he's actually bringing in the door? So we looked at it, and there was like 50 of those we did nationwide back in the spring. And it was a test to see, you know, how it would work. Uh, the cool thing is we, we found out that people will move to online purchasing. I think it's, you know, that's something we've learned and we've gotten better at. Uh, Flix is there, you know, that's one of the things they're pushing us. Hey, do stuff, do more stuff online. We know that everybody's going online, right? It's, it is just the wave of the future. Uh, so we've done that. The test has gone pretty well. So we're really looking at those costs. Um, garage facilities were, you know, the leases have come up at some of our major garage facilities. And when we, we sat down to try to renegotiate them, they were just too expensive. Uh, the one that, uh, up one in Maryland is probably the one that's probably going to impact 20 to 30 people. Uh, they sold the building. The new landlord didn't want to lease it to us. He actually leased it and sold it to someone else. So we're having to move out. And so taking down some of those overhead costs um, is going to be important for us growing forward. I expect, Eric, you and I know that even the corporate office is going to be impacted when it comes to, you know, space costs. You know, the, I, I was at the uh, the Ivory Tower yesterday for the last three or four days. And you can tell you know, people working from home and the fact that it's it's proven to be very successful. You know, I, you right. and I are probably t- we. I think I get more done working from home now than I did when I go to the office on most days. It's a lot easier when you don't have that travel commute. That's for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you're in a lot better mood. I, I drove downtown and I was, you know, guys cutting me off. They're honking the horn. I got stuck in traffic. Hell, I had an ulcer by the time I got downtown on Tuesday. <laughs> So I was not pleasant to be around. And, you know, I'm supposed to be a nice guy because I'm an HR now. <laughs> you are. That is for sure. And I'm sure the niceness is still there. <laughs> right. But, you know, the well, other thing is um, a lot of the, you know, one of the things, and it kind of leads into, we're looking at all the over, you know, IT costs. We're, one, of, one of the things we could do in 23 and 24 is, and this is where kind of Flix has brought a lot of value to the Greyhound uh, equation. I think is they've got great technology. I think we may have talked about that. You know, they are an high tech, they are a high tech company. Uh, they got more programmers than they got anything else on their staff. So what we're really going to do and the systems that Greyhound has had, they're old and they're expensive. You know, I, I kind of laugh at trips. I, you know, I, I don't know if you had Como on or not, but trips is probably, he was one of the guys that helped write and design code. There's nobody alive that knows how to work on trips. <laughs> It is so freaking old and so, and it's expensive. So one of the things that Flix brings is that they've got a new modern sales platform. So the team, I know they've spent a lot of time and this year they're really hard at work at, you know, migrating and combining the sales platforms. We're talking like internet sites. Uh, we're talking, you know, trips will be going away eventually. 
Um, so they're focused and they've been, you know, there's all kinds of meetings with these folks to do this. Um, and they're really focused to get it done, the work done this year so that we can roll it out in January, February of next year. Kind of, it's a mm -hmm. good time to roll it out after the busy season of the Christmas. Um, so there's a lot of new cool stuff, especially with driver phones, driver apps. I know as you know, part of the team that rolled those out initially, I'm, I'm looking forward to help sharing that stuff in the fall once they have it up and running so we can demo it and show people some of the cool new stuff that Flix is going to have next year for us. Sounds good. And Flix really loves Greyhound. They, 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 uh, they love the company that they have bought and want the best for us. Correct. Yeah. You know, I just, some of the, and you've had them on the podcast and I've actually had to, you know, the honor of meeting some of these people. They really do love bus companies. They love Greyhound. They love transportation. Um, they're very optimistic about the future. Uh, they, they know that North America really deserves a more modern, efficient, and cost-effective way of doing bus travel, right? There's a need out there for people to go between communities. Um, and that, you know, bus travel is good. I think we talked about it. it's good for the environment. And it really is good for all those small towns like Muleshoe, Texas, and <laughs> those places where, it, you know, getting people to and fro, doctor's appointments, you know, all those places along the interstates, the byways and the highways, the Greyhound travels. Um, and that's part of what we do is we would link people and communities together. They're all for it. We're all for it. So it's a great combination. Sounds great. Any uh, last words of advice uh, regarding this summer? Maybe stay away from skunks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't let your dogs run around where the skunks are. I think my, <laughs> it sounds something like my granddad would say, don't let the, <laughs> don't let the skunks in your backyard. Um, well, I think my thing is stay cool stay hydrated, you know, take care of yourself, you know, heat strokes are real thing. So I will end with a safety message, you know, telling people get plenty of fluids, get plenty of rest, uh, especially for drivers out there, you know, take care of yourselves. And that way you can take care of our passengers that uh, pay, keep our paychecks rolling in. Sounds good. Well, Mike, thank you for joining me today. It's been a pleasure talking with you. All right. Well, we'll chat, catch up soon. I hope. Definitely, definitely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Uh, be sure to tune in for future episodes of the Bus Stop Podcast. Until then, as always, remember, you are a Greyhound. Be safe, be stellar.